Europe 1944. In January, the Red Army crosses Poland's border. Berlin is merely 1,000 kilometers away. In June, the Allies land on the Normandy beaches in northern France. The winds of change begin to blow in favor of the Allied forces. Meanwhile, boffins working for Hitler have been working on a secret weapon which is to win them the war. The achievements of the German scientists are keenly observed by Polish intelligence. Among them is a person whom the British call the man who won the war. You hear the plane roaring down out of control and then crashing into silence. A state of war has existed. It would be still more foolish to lose heart and courage. Thousands of people like me perished. Some of us survived. I am one of those. Untold stories from the secret state. On the way to victory. My name's John Beecham and I'm a journalist based in Warsaw. I'm standing here on a square in between the old building in front of me and the new building, well, if you can call it new, of the Warsaw University of Technology. And in this square, full of trees, in the center of Warsaw's downtown, there is a memorial which commemorates the person who won the war. It's incredibly modest, standing it over Eight foot with its width and depth measuring just a couple of feet, it is a simple cuboid structure made of light concrete. Nothing special. In fact, hundreds of people walk past it every day without really noticing it. The inscription, forged in large iron letters, reads in Polish, to the strength of Polish scientific endeavours and the courage of the Home Army in the years 1942 to 1944, whose efforts led to the discovery of the secrets born in the V-1 and V-2 rockets, aiding the Allied effort for victory during World War II. Antoni Kotsian, a professor at the Politechnika Warszawska, the Warsaw University of Technology, is one of those people who unraveled Hitler's Wunderwaffe, the V-1 and V-2 rockets. In the ranks of the Home Army, he is in charge of aerial intelligence and is the first person to get hold of and pass on to the Allies German plans of a secret research center and aeronautics factory in Peenemünde, where the Nazis are making rockets. On the night of the 17th to the 18th of August 1943, as many as 596 RAF aircraft drop 1,795 bombs on the factory. Less than a year later, Kotsian undertakes in-depth research into the mechanisms which propel a V-2 rocket which is seized by the Home Army but we'll get back to that in future episodes of Untold Stories from the Secret State. Home Army Intelligence had informers in over 1,200 German factories. Agents of the Polish underground state handed over Nazi plans to attack France in 1940. They alerted the Allies to the German attack on the Soviet Union in 1941, and they knew the exact whereabouts of Wehrmacht divisions. In the moments leading up to D-Day, they managed to pass on detailed plans of the German Atlantic seawall to the British. Stefan Korobojski, one of the leaders of the underground state, 
reminisces on the first months of German occupation. We wanted the domestic fight to be an element of the continuing struggle against Hitler, which the Allies would have to acknowledge and appraise. We wanted to fight for victory and obtain a strong standing in the final assessment of the war. Let's listen to what Professor Anita Prażmowska from the London School of Economics has to say. Though the Polish government in exile is one of the most prominent, best organized governments in exile, and the Poles offer up their own manpower, the British use the Polish infantry, they use Polish navy and also pilots. They make sure that it is never accompanied by promises and the decisions are made by London and not devolved decision-making. So that really meant that what the Poles wanted and what the Allies uh, were prepared to give, there is a big disjoint here. The Allies proceeded with a battle, the magnitude of which is difficult to reconstruct. And one of the biggest obstacles in that one is the Soviet Union. Britain and the USA desperately needed the Soviet Union. Without the Soviet Union, it's difficult to imagine victory against Germany. For the Poles, the Soviet Union was an enemy, enemy because it had entered war in September 1939, occupied Polish territory, and throughout the negotiations that were conducted by the Allies, refused to make a promise that these territories would be restored to independent Poland. What the Allies do is literally accept everything that the Polish government gives and everything the Polish resistance movement is prepared to offer in terms of collaboration. But they, to them, the Soviet Union is more important. The monument to the Polish underground state and home army is the tallest of its kind in Warsaw, standing at 32 meters, 10 meters higher than the Zygmunt Column in Warsaw's Old Town. I'm standing opposite the same, Poland's Houses of Parliament. And yet here, we see an abstract obelisk rising from amongst the trees. It may look like a sail, which is pointing yonder. Others see a sword, which symbolizes power while some see a bird's wing, a symbol of freedom. The monument is large and wide, as are its interpretations. Maciej Piwowarczuk is program director at the Big Histories Foundation in Warsaw. For me personally, this monument tells of the willpower and determination against the odds. The Polish underground state tells a tale of social resolve and civil courage, an ethos of service. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are or who I am. I am here to serve. This provides the basis of a polity whose strength relies on endurance and mutual responsibility. In mid-1944, the Home Army numbers almost 400,000, 
a real force which is behind 5,733 assaults and assassinations on German officers, soldiers and officials. A force which breaks the Nazi supply line to the Eastern Front, setting fire to 122 military warehouses, damaging 1,175 convoys and blowing up 38 railway bridges. The underground state has officer schools, weapons and ammunition are manufactured. The secret state is ready to combat the occupier. As 1944 draws to a close, the Red Army is advancing and the Nazis cannot do anything about it. The Polish underground state has been waiting since 1939 for this moment, as Zbigniew Zaremba, one of the leaders of the secret state, has to say. We held the conviction that we still have one final chance to wage a battle for the Polish cause and to give the world a clear signal that Poland is alive and wants to shape its own existence. At a moment when the Eastern Front is getting closer and closer to Berlin, the underground army comes out of five years of hiding. Regiments and divisions of the Home Army fight alongside the Red Army for the Polish cities of Vilno, now Vilnius in Lithuania, Lvov, now Lviv in Ukraine, and Lublin and Rzeszów in present-day southeastern Poland. An uprising against the Germans also erupts in Warsaw. The numbers are matched, but the Germans have the upper hand when it comes to equipment. Nevertheless, the fighting lasts for over two months. The Americans are impressed by the Polish resistance and the strength of the secret state. A book written by a former soldier of the Home Army sells over 400,000 copies. President Roosevelt finds it hard to believe that a fully conspiratorial state with a functioning administration can operate right under the nose of the Nazi occupiers. The president has questions he wants answering. And to that end, he wants to pose them to an officer of the Home Army, a man called Jan Karski. Karski himself also has information he wants to pass on to the American head of state. He arrives in Washington in the summer of 1943 with a mission to save European Jews. You hear the plane roaring down out of control and then crashing into silence. A state of war has existed it would be still more foolish to lose heart and courage. Thousands of people like me perished. Some of us survived. I am one of those. This podcast contains materials from the archives of Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty. Produced by Free Range Productions for the Big Histories Foundation. This production of the first 10-episode series of Untold Stories from the Secret State is financed by the Polish Ministry of Foreign Affairs as part of the Public Diplomacy 2020, a new dimension competition. More information about the series can be found at www.secretstate.pl. <laughs>